That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and we are all done with that Dynasty draft. It was a marathon. Fourth and Flex, sir, you are hereby banished from ever putting draft settings ever in again. But that's, hey, one thing we tell you guys, always check those draft settings. It's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! It worked for The Rock and it's gonna work for me. And you just got slandering. That's what it is! This court is adjourned. It is Commissioner Cooper. Welcome to Sophistication Station. I'm here to save the fantasy roster. And it's time for TSS Fantasy! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for TSS Fantasy. We're here for our Dynasty Grades. And a big shout-out to Pro-Am Belts, our sponsors, for sending in my bling for this year. Look at that, boys and girls. That's that Orlando Sharks, Mick Nasty. Ooh, Nasty. Mick Nasty, get ready for me again this year. All right, well, let's get the intro started. Welcome into the studio, the judge. It's Jordan Thomas. Welcome into the studio, sir. Glad to be back. Glad to have uh, got my first dynasty draft in of the year. Uh, didn't get to pick in the spot I wanted to, but we'll get into all of that here in just a minute. Let's indeed. Uh, Banny's uh, in the house. He wants to know what his grade is. He's like, tell yeah. me more. Tell me more. But like I said, co-commish, never again on the settings, bro. Never again. <laughs> Justin Jesus Herrera, welcome into the studio, friend. Hey, look at, look at that belt. Don't you want a belt from Pro-Am Belts? Look at that fly-ass thing. Ain't that trash fucking generic-ass looking one you get from Trophy Smack? That is some fly-ass shit right there. I don't know a better endorsement than what I'm saying right now. The champ is here, and that's Commissioner Cooper for right now. But uh, this Dynasty Drive, yeah, this was, wow, hellacious. Yeah. And I can't wait to be the champion of it and abandon it for next year. <laughs> can't, can't wait to be the champion. He's Banny's got a little shot. He's like, "What's wrong with the settings, bro? It was for it was three uh, three days and however long, many nights, and I felt like I was in a torture chamber." Welcome into the studio, Nick. You got Flander Macaronis, who, by the way, was on auto pick the whole time. Yeah, and I I got to <laughs> avoid the quarterback uh, again? horror. I got to avoid the horror of wait, waiting five five hours in between. E each each picks i didn't get to pick my team um uh, but you know what i'm not salty about it because after i saw the 97 idps on there uh i was happy so who the hell puts that many idps holy crap and a team defense so uh, <laughs> like, talk about being defensive hey so uh we're gonna find out who made the grade tonight we are going to find out the grades. Listen, we got grades coming up. We got Bro Brian Scott from the injury list. He's coming in, our injury expert, going to give us all the latest and greatest on that. Before we get to that, though, let's get a little bit up to our sponsors. Don't forget, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double that deposit up to $100. Jazz Sportsbook as well. Lots of great promos there. Use the promo code TSS. Already showed you, baby. I'll bring it up again. Pro and belts. If you're looking for some championship bling, ooh, we here it is right here, right in the flesh, boy. You can't play with that. Go to Pro and belts today. Go to Pro and belts today. Check that out. And uh, like I said, lots of championship bling. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe, hit the notification, give us a like, give us a comment. Little things stopping you from doing it. Big things popping for us when you do. All right, let's get it started with a little bit of news.
We'll do it live. Do it live. Look at say, you gotta mix it up. You gotta mix it up every once in a while, bro. You gotta, you gotta play. You gotta do those drafts that take three hours. Uh, excuse me, three days. All right, let's go on to a little bit of news. The Hall of Fame game last night. We saw what we saw, right? I mean, again, it wasn't gonna. We knew that we we're gonna see Aaron Rodgers. We weren't gonna see Deshaun. We didn't see Nick Chubb. We're gonna see all the greatness um, of these teams. It was what it was. Um, Zach, <laughs> I think Zach Wilson, as Justin alluded to. You know, there was a little, there was a nice little long throw he made, and then there was a couple that were looking a little shoddy. Um, so, you know, what do you say about the Hall of Fame game? I didn't really learn much other than, you know, I feel like to me, it even though it's not Aaron Rodgers and I'm a Jets hater, I just feel like the Jets are just an implosion waiting to happen. Um, Jordan, what say you on last night's game? Did you see anything from last night? Are you, you know, any, were you excited for football, obviously, but anything did you take from last night's game? At this point, I'll take any football I can get, and it wasn't the sexiest football, and it wasn't the funnest football, and damn it, I had to watch way more Zach Wilson than I ever cared to watch again, but it was football. It was football, I got to say. I think the best part of last night actually was right before the game with the pregame. It goes like, oh, I can just feel the excitement's coming back. Oh, I love it. Justin, anything, any takeaways from last night's game? No, I mean, it was channel-changing material. Um, kind of <laughs> like how this podcast is turning into, like, uh, channel-changing on YouTube material when we're talking about the Hall of Fame game over here. Uh, is <laughs> I mean, Ouch. what do you what do you expect about this? You saw Zach Wilson out there, and he looked worse than the rookie that the Browns picked up, Dorian Thompson. That was the that was the bright spot for me. Is Dorian Thompson, Cedric Tillman? I think that might be a connection that will be happening all preseason long. So get your DFS preseason picks in with those guys. I think I snagged Cedric. I mean, I can't even remember. There were so many players I picked on that team in that dynasty draft. Um, Nick, uh, should I just ask you? Because you're already shaking your head. Anything you uh, feel from last night's game? I didn't watch it. Oh, that's a, that's a Nick response, isn't it? That's totally a Nick, Nick response right there. All right. Well, Alvin Kamara suspended three games. We can certainly talk about that real quick. We know the deal. The big question for for you know for you guys, just to kick it around the room, is it a huge deal for you as far as where you draft Alvin Kamara and or Jamal Williams? Anything, any big rise or fall for you um, with three just three games? Um, Justin, I'll start with you first on that. He's worth his ADP now. That's what I'll say. He's worth his ADP now. Uh, three games, I thought it was going to be at least six. That's why I was kind of really like passing off on him. But at three, I mean, I can expect that from any running back to miss three games in a season. So you're telling me he's going to miss three games and he's going to be absolutely healthy? Sure, I'll take that. But I'm not going to be like overzealous about it. So where he's at at ADP is like an RB2, borderline RB3. Love it. All right, all right. What say you, Nick? What do you what do you say on um, Alvin Kamara and or Jamal Williams? Uh, well, Alvin Kamara was was dropping like a stone anyway, and now, like Justin said, he's he's right where he's he's supposed to be. He might even now be a a value pick rather than uh, and some people might might have overreached just based on on name alone on on that. And uh, Jamal Williams, he's he's gonna move up now. I mean, now now he's gonna get out. Now he's he's gonna get all the carries. He's he's gonna get into the rhythm, and I think he is going to move up. And then probably owners are going to be looking to trade him while he's hot. Once Kamara comes back, because once Kamara comes back, you know you know it's gonna be at minimum a 50-50 timeshare. You still there? Sorry, I went out there for a minute. I was like, what is going on? All right, Jordan, what say you on the subject? I know Jamal Williams, like Nick was saying, it's going to be one of those you praying that he has a great week one and then hope somebody jumps for him because um, you know what's going to happen in a couple weeks after that. But Jordan, what say you on the subject? I'm going to say this. Listen, there is no hopes. There are no prayers. 
<laughs> even if he comes out like gangbusters in week one and two, nobody's going to trade for him. We all, we all play these same players. We know Alvin Kamara is going to come back. We know he's going to be the, the main guy there. Either way, this entire Saints backfield, I think, is kind of gross. I don't really want to touch it. So, yeah, maybe Kamara has wiggled his way into some value, but that's value I'm probably going to let somebody else take. All right, on to our next subject. And I'm going to do something I normally don't do. Just take a quick second to do something real quick. Hold on. i take you guys out. And I just want to talk directly to this next subject. J.K. Dobbins, you are the bane of my fantasy existence. And I cannot believe that I'm sitting here reading that you are having a hold-in Please, sir, please, all due respect, because I'm not an athlete of your caliber, never professed to be one. But you, as far as NFL um, quality running back is concerned, has never done a fucking thing. So what on earth are you holding out for? Sir, you're going to be the first one tonight to get the vid. Sorry, fellas. I had to get that off my chest. I can't stand JK. Doc could not believe I read that today. Nick, what do you say about JK? Uh, for him holding out, I think he's just joining the party. Uh, I don't think he would have thought about it if it had if the other big name backs would have done it because, like you said, he really hasn't he hasn't done anything. So uh, he's probably taken taken some stock in his in his body and said, you know what, I might not have too much time left so i'm gonna try and get mine um i think it's a mistake he's not good enough to hold out he needs to play agree justin or excuse me jordan will go to you what do you say on this one yeah i mean man he might as well make that money while he can um because we we know he's not going to play more than five or six games this year and nobody's going to pay him long term after this so yeah i mean shit might as well try might as well try i can't hate a man for trying to get a payday I guess, I guess. Justin, what do you got? Anything Anything else on JK? Yeah, prove it. That's all I'm going to say is prove it. I mean, if you want this big payday, go out there and put up big numbers because Derrick Henry didn't get a payday because he was lollygagging around and fucking half-assing and shit. He got a payday because he was hitting 2,000 yards. So go, go prove it. 100 indeed all right well real quick we're gonna go around the room i just want to make this real quick because we got brian i won't um waiting too long on us i'm gonna go around the room real quick mention there was a couple of not too many but just a couple of these camp battles i wish i had i don't have the who would you rather intro anymore from last year sadly but we're gonna play a little who would you rather joe judge or excuse me jordan i'll go with you first again the mark burgundy thing i can't help but read what i see let's go to Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield? Who would you rather there? I'd rather be looking at the waiver wires if I can, but if I got to pick one, I'm, I'm going to pick Baker. He's the, at least I kind of know what I'm getting on him. Everything I've ever heard from Kyle Trask has been awful. <laughs> All right. Nick, what say you? You got a, you got an opinion on either or? Yeah, uh, you know, for fantasy wise, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to go with Baker because he's the one that's gonna produce. I just like Kyle because of what he did at Florida. That'll be a sentimental pick, but to go with my my brain over my heart, I, I have to go with Baker. Love it, Justin. How about you? Uh, I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one. He's <laughs> <laughs> pleading the fifth. Oh my goodness! All right, well. Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett? What say you, Nick? Jacoby. Uh, I don't. I we. I've seen what Jacoby has has done. He's not that terrible, but I can't imagine Sam Howell being better than than Jacoby right right now. I think I I know Washington wants to see what they have. I get it, but. Are you going to roll him out there even when he's not ready? But that's a Washington type of thing thing to do. Uh, maybe under this new new regime, they'll take a step back and assess before they say, well, we're paying the money. Um, just put the best product out there. So I think you get Jacoby out there first. Then when the crap hits the fan, you put in Sam Howell and say, what do we got to lose? 
That's a great coaching plan. What a great way to look at the season when the shit hits the fan. Justin, what say you? I mean, after what he did to the Cowboys, how do you deny him? At that point, he's he's already become a folk legend in, in D.C. So, um, yeah, just let him do what he's going to do. Ron, listen, Ron Rivera is getting fired this year anyway. Unless he goes on some magical run and goes to the playoffs, let's not let's not think that Matt, the river or rubber riverboat Ron river over boat. here, riverboat Ron over here. I was, I was getting way too in front of him. Has been doing a great job. He has. It. I mean, he's a stoic guy. He's got a great attitude. He's got a great story. But just go out there. Just throw the best guy out there and fucking see what happens. If you don't have a job by midseason, then it's Eric Bieniemy's problem now. So a Banny saying Baker being slept on, Sam Howe being slept on. He actually looking pretty good in camp. Seeing a few good clips of him with some connections today. Uh, Jordan, what say you? Who do you like better? I'm I'm with Bandy on this one, 100. I, I think people are sleeping on Sam Howe a little bit. And look, you got to find out. Here's what I do know. There is a zero percent chance that uh, Brissett is the starting quarterback next season for Washington. Maybe he starts half the season this year, but you've got to figure out what you have and how, because you got to figure out if you're resetting the franchise next off season. I, I think Hal probably has the higher upside at this point. It would be entirely different if this were a, a good fringe playoff team. Cause you know, we'll set that guy. He, he can get you to nine maybe ten wins in a season, but you got to see what you have now. He's the easy pick here. Only other big QB battle is Davis Mills, CJ Stroud, maybe, but we all want CJ Stroud, so let's just not even play around with that. All right, well, let's get things. Like I said, I don't want Brian away too long. There's a lot of injuries going on. We got a lot of talk about here because it does affect some of these drafts we're getting in, especially when it pertains to Dynasty. Let's say bring in Brian Scott from the Injured List Podcast. <laughs> The injury expert in the house. Welcome in, Mr. Brian Scott. What's up, gentlemen? How are we doing? We're doing well. Appreciate you being in. Like I said, a lot of big injuries in camp right now. Take it away. Give us what's going on and, and uh, what we can do during these drafts. Yeah, so let's let's start with some of the most recent uh, injuries that have been plastered all over social media and have everybody in a frenzy. Um, number one being Joe Barrow and his now infamous calf injury that he sustained earlier this week. Uh, head coach Zach Taylor has been kind of vague about what kind of status he's in, but saying that he's going to need several weeks to kind of bounce back from this. I'm predicting at least four before he does anything substantial when it comes to preseason, that's the caveat there. Preseason, um, he'll be ready for week one, no, no doubt about it. And if they're smart and they play their cards right here, this will be dealt with, and he'll be ready week one with no lingering issues. Um, these injuries do take a while to get better. Um, they can be very easily aggravated, so no sense in rushing him out there into preseason unnecessarily. Um, don't look for him to do too much for a while. Um, I think. To your point, too, um, just a little bit on the clinical side, those strains are funny because it's hard to really um, gauge. I mean, you you know, they obviously with technology now, they do the best they can. But still, like I know from my own experience, those hamstrings can pop up. Those little muscle strains can pop up anytime. Um, so it is interesting. This happened early in the season. We'll see if it does cause anything, you know, during the season. But it's interesting. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, it's, it's not unusual to see these kind of muscle pulls and cramps and kind of strains this part of the season here because a lot of guys – um, although they might be in some good shape coming into preseason, they're not necessarily in good football shape. And so that's when you're really um, exposed to possibly getting some muscle pulls and whatnot. And so that we'll kind of use that to segue into Cooper Cup uh, because that was another one that kind of hit the press uh, just within the last day or so. Um, people started freaking out because he came up a little bit lame uh, during one of their drills in practice. I had to leave practice, did not come back, and they're calling it a hamstring injury they're not really saying how significant it is apparently he did have an mri did not show anything serious 
Um, their head coach was saying that he should be ready in a few weeks to scrimmage. Um, you know, he's 30 years old. Uh, he's a receiver, skilled position. He's been in the league a while. He's had some great years the last few years. They are certainly not going to mess around with this because as we know, and as I said many times before on TSS, <laughs> hamstring injuries suck. They linger. They can be a season-long problem if not adequately addressed right from the get-go. So preseason now, you know, it's a whole different meaning compared to years years ago. Um, we're going to see him probably kind of gradually ramp up his activity. Hopefully it was just kind of a minor little tweak and nothing serious. Um, again, this is one of those injuries, like we just mentioned, that probably due to some conditioning stuff that he just wasn't quite ready for. So it doesn't sound like it's too bad, though. Yeah, agreed. I mean, again, that's uh, even though he's getting up there in age, however, so a little bit concerning, especially what happened um, last season and then coming in already um, with an injury off the top. So a little bit concerning due to his age, but, you know, we'll see how this Ram season uh, ends up turning out. So we'll see how long we'll see him on the field. Uh, Brian, who else you got? So, yeah, so one of the big questions I've been getting asked already is the whole Brees Hall um, availability issue. When is he going to be ready? Oh, he looks great. He ran in a straight line, 23 miles an hour, yada, yada, yada. Um, everybody pumped the brakes a little bit. He probably will be ready for week one. He is on the pup. I don't think he's going to be um, put on IR to start the season because that would mean he would have to miss the first four weeks. And I don't think the Jets are going to want to do that. And I don't think it's going to be necessary. But they are going to take him along slow. He's kind of at, I think, about that nine, ten month mark. So he's technically ready. But um, just because he's coming off his rookie year from this injury, I think they're going to kind of bring him along slow. And then the whole thing about them possibly signing another running back here tells me that the reason they're doing that is because they don't think Brees Hall is going to be ready to do a heavy carry load. Uh, at the start of the season. So you might see him get some limited action week one heading into the beginning of the season, but I think he'll be ready to go and have a good year uh, this year bouncing back. Sounds like he had a pretty straightforward ACL injury, straightforward repair uh, reconstruction. So I don't think um, this will hamper him too much. He has looked good in the individual off to the side drills, but that doesn't really tell you much when it comes to game time. So everybody pumped the brakes a little bit. Um, I'm just going to keep going right along. So, Keeping with the running back position, we got Travion Williams. Uh, he um, tweaked his ankle earlier this week, um, was carted off the field, and everybody was freaking out. But he was on social media later that day saying, everybody relax, take a deep breath. It's only a mild sprain. My guess is we'll probably see him back in about anywhere between two to four weeks, depending on the severity there and how he bounces back with his uh, treatments. But again, preseason, don't want to rush these guys back too soon. Um, so we probably won't see him get many snaps in some of the preseason games but should not be something that lingers into the season if treated uh, appropriately. Um, Javante Williams, this is another guy coming off major reconstructive ACL surgery. He's doing very well, but this guy had multiple ligaments that were injured, and I'm not quite sure if they actually reconstructed all of them, the ACLs for sure. Um, he's actually been doing well. He's actually been cleared to participate, but the coaching staff is bringing him a little, uh, along a little slow. He's doing two days in pads and then taking the third day off with some rest, but uh, head coach Sean Payton said he should be um, getting some action in the preseason, probably limited, and uh, I expect that we'll see him available week one um, without any uh, restrictions. Um, KJ Hamler, the Broncos, by the way, have been hit probably the hardest of anybody, um, especially recently. They lost two wide receivers um, this past week. One was uh, Tim Patrick with an Achilles rupture coming off an ACL reconstruction last year. So that's a horrific setback for him. Very reminiscent of uh, in basketball um, when uh, we had um, Trey Thompson uh, with Golden State Warriors have something similar happen to him coming out of the bubble year there. Uh, so that's a tough thing to bounce back from as a basketball player. He was able to do it just as tough bouncing back as a football player. So that's unfortunate for him. Um, KJ Hamler was lost for the Broncos with the acute pericarditis, which is basically inflammation of the, the sac that surrounds the heart. Uh, the good news about this is that it's usually treatable. It's medically treated, and he should have a full recovery with no residual issues. But these usually take about four to six weeks to resolve um, before he'll be allowed to kind of suit back up and do full contact. So he's going to be out for a little while. Um, one other running back that I didn't mention was Zach Moss. He fractured his arm, and normally that might not be a big deal. But when you factor in this whole Jonathan Taylor debacle that's going on, uh, it becomes a big deal because Zach Moss is going to be out at least six weeks with that fractured arm. He might come back a little sooner with a cast or a protective padding, but you could probably expect at least six weeks. That's all the guys I got right now. There's a ton more. 
Um, I did a whole big thing on a recent episode um, with some other podcasters that you can find on my channel um, where I went through a whole laundry list of players uh, from last year. So please, if you have any questions, hit up the Fantasy Sports Court TSS. Um, let us know who you want to hear about, and you can tune into the various shows, and we'll talk. Canyon Drake to the moon, he says. I love it. I love it. All right, Trey. I, I see you out there. Thank you, Bri. We appreciate you. We will see you next Friday. I actually see you in the flesh next Friday. Yes. Um, but we'll see you on our show as well. We'll do another injury update and stay tuned of course to our channel as brian fills us in of course there's any breaking injury news of course we'll go to bry um immediately and see what he's got to say on the subject all right my friend well i appreciate you like i said i'll see you next week at the expo and our fans will see you next week on our friday show we're going to take a quick commercial break we get back, we're going to grade that Dynasty Draft. Let's get to it. See you guys at Canton. Fantasy Sports Corp and Underdog Fantasy have teamed up to start your fantasy season off in the win column with Best Ball. What is Best Ball? It's quite simply the easiest way to win. No team management, no trades, no waivers. It's their biggest contest ever and it has only gotten bigger. You simply have to sit. <laughs> and win. You don't even have to set your lineup. Always get your best score every week. Just enter a contest, draft your team, and Underdog will do the rest. What could make this even better? How about free money? Up to $100 using our exclusive promo code. Go online now and use the promo code TSS to double your deposit up to $100. You tell them Gingerbread sent you. Good girl. Good girl, Gingy Bwed. All right, let's get to our grades. Nick is in the back. I can't see you, bro. I already texted you. We can't see on the vids. Yeah, this is your whole bit tonight, so you better get your ass on. Tighten up. Here we go. I won't play that too long, so don't get any copyright hits. Let's bring up the draft itself. So here is the, the reason I wanted to bring the whole draft board up and excuse me while I try to finagle my way through this thing, because there's some interesting things I just wanted to point out um, on a dynasty draft that differ. And we have the guy who was involved <laughs> with that um, on. So Jordan, um, during this draft in round, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. You made a trade with dynasty, um, dynasty Bob, and he mentioned before he was looking to trade back and i'm sorry i got to scroll all the way down just to get over um don't know why i have to do that but here the the teams are down here but we'll get that to it in a second anyway so as you can see here you made a trade right here he get a couple of picks he got a couple of picks tell me what was going on with that trade um during the draft what was the what was your logic behind it what was he saying to you so my logic was simple, right? I didn't go full Flanders, but I went half Flanders and half of my squad got auto-drafted and I was trying to set my cue because I was at work. And so I only got through the quarterbacks. Well, when I get back to the draft, I had 37 quarterbacks on my roster. So I had to move one of them. And so Jared Goff, it was, and I was able to pick up, you know, Shoddy B, who I really like, as well as a, you know, dart throw running back with B-Rob. So ultimately, I thought it made all the sense in the world. I didn't need that fourth QB at that point. Yeah, this is what makes, though, I think the whole point um, I'm trying to make is I think the the fun in doing dynasty, you know, drafts and stuff is that you are able to do those live action trades. Um, you know, you could even be trading for picks into the following season. So that was just the point I wanted to just kind of, uh, point out to people when doing dynasty stuff is that this little extra bit to it kind of brings that extra little bit of fun and realism, if you will, to your fantasy drafts. Um, Justin, oh, for the draft itself, anything that was crazy to you as far as other than however long it took, but anything crazy as far as the um, order, did anyone go up too high for somebody real crazy? Anything you noticed early on or was it just a pretty normal everyone kind of did what they were supposed to do no i mean it was a it was a class act as far as the room everybody else did like their job everybody did phenomenal um one thing that kind of stood out to me is kenneth walker in the third 
that was a little bit of a stretch for me. I was like thinking to myself, this guy's already, they're already talking about him losing reps and then he's injured for what they call indefinitely, which pretty much means I'm not going to bring you back in uh, training camp. So it was kind of one of those things that stood out to me where I was just like, eh, you know, you got Brees Hall, you got Saquon Barkley. And then, you know, coming back, you have Jameer Gibbs, who is probably a severely upgraded version of what Kenneth Walker really is. And it kind of surprised me that that happened there instead of Jameer Gibbs. But that could have totally been an auto draft. That's one of the things that, you know, we can't we got to really take into account here is we don't have everybody on here, so we can't tell who auto-drafted what. So right. it's like that's, we, that's I could be true. ripping this guy for Kenneth Walker, but he could have totally missed the buzzer. So we are going to do? I think in the beginning, to be fair, though, in the beginning, I think when people needed or wanted to change, we were pretty liberal about that. But, you know, hey, whatever. You, you might right. making excuses for Bandy, who's, by the way, in the audience tonight talking about that Kenneth Walker pick. Feel free to comment. Nick, what say you? Anything crazy you felt about this draft or anything you want to point out? Oh, you know what? Never mind. Um, you were auto draft the whole time, so who gives a shit? Um, no, you actually, we can't hear you, by the way, just so you know. Yeah, yeah you got to turn um, up your mic. No, I had auto dra drafted. So, uh, right. because yeah. I tried to get in and it wouldn't let me in, and then I was already in. So, <laughs> no one cares what you think. Jordan, anything crazy other than your trade uh, that you noticed? Hey, hold on, Coop, Coop. I, I just want to address this real quick. Charbonnet yeah. is back at practice, so obviously that's wrong, and Kenneth Walker is not at practice. So here we, man, go. He here we decision, go. He made the wrong decision. Just live with it. Right. Good. Fantasy he's Jesus strikes again. He's trying to say own it. He's trying to say own it, bro. He's Spite him, he's almighty he's spider. He owns it. Jordan, what say you? Anything anything before we get on to the grades? Yeah, I mean, man, Coop, not to come at you too hard, but there's no world that I live in where I could pick Lamar Jackson in a dynasty over Joey Burrow. Just saying, first and foremost, that was crazy to me. My favorite thing and the craziest thing about this draft, you know, drafted or not, Flanders just nutting up and going at least 10 rounds deep with no quarterback and a super flex. That's ballsy, and I love it. Yeah, I was an auto draft. I had no choice. I had no what was going on. He said he got no damn clue what he did. He, he's All a right, real so Steelers fan. He went. Kenny Pickett is QB one. <laughs> <laughs> so listen. So I don't. I don't want to sit here and look like an old man and struggle in between doing these screens. So while I do that in the background, we're gonna have our first of 2023 TSS short from the no other than Judge Jordan, who's bringing us what you should do about the RB1 position. Let's check it out. What you are about to witness is real. Hi, this court is now in session. This court is now in session. You may be seated. It's been a long off season, ladies and gentlemen, but the judge is Back. It may be day one of season two of the fantasy court, but this hair is already in mid-season form. Today, we would like to call to the stand the entire running back one position in fantasy football of 2023. Here, we have a group of individuals who are all charged with conspiracy to commit fraud, as well as a defamation of character suit brought against all of the great RB1s of the past, like Adrian Peterson and LaDainian Tomlinson, guys that used to be workhorses whose hard work has gone to nothing as you guys have absolutely ruined the RB1 name in fantasy football. You look across the league, you've got guys like Jonathan Taylor, who's going to be NFI. You got Breeze Hall with his broke down ACLs and his Dalvin Cook problem. CMC, he's an injury waiting to happen. You got Saquon Barkley. He tried like hell to get off the Giants, but they just won't let him go. But they also won't pay that man. You've got Jameer Gibbs, rookie in a committee with the Detroit Lions. You've got Travis Etienne, who has about as much chance to score as I did in high school. You've got Josh Jacobs. He's holding out. He doesn't want to be a Raider. And honestly, 
who can blame him? Tony Pollard, ACL, brand new workload. Hell, you got Kenneth Walker whose team doesn't even want him. Honestly, the one bright spot in this room is B. John Robinson, dog, who absolutely will return RB1 value. Draft him with confidence. This court finds you gentlemen guilty of all charges, and we hereby sentence you to be drafted after all of the wave of wide receiver ones, some of the QB ones, and definitely even Travis Kelsey. This court is a joke. All right. Thank you, Jordan, for the first judge segment of the year. You know I love those shorts. Got to love it. Thank you, sir. All right. Let's get into these grades. Oh, we got some comments, though. Trey said Charbonnet was the one out, and definitely it just happens that it definitely actually means a week. Just and let it Manny go, says, bro. Let you. it go. <laughs> Charbonnet. <laughs> He's like, I ain't done yet. All right. It ain't looking good anymore on you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go on to these teams here. Um, let's bring up the only way I know how to do this in a, probably the best way is I'm going to bring it up the matchups that we already have in place where we have, let's go first. We're, we're talking about, this is, I believe, Trey's team um, who's in here first. He's on the left side. Again, he went with Joe Burrow as a starting QB. He's got Austin Eckler. Um, he's got Aaron Jones, Cooper Cup. This looks like, you know, a win now team. Devonta Adams, Amari Cooper, a lot of George Kittle, a lot of old heads in the house. Um, Alexander Madison, Sam J. Marine. Um, Jordan Love got some got a little bit of rookie love there. Not rookie, but you know, younger guy there. Um, Butker, 49ers D. Um, okay, we the IDP stuff, you know, I'll be honest, we need to have like a little, I think next week or the week after we're gonna have some IDP talk. Um, because from what I understand, the linebackers are what really make or break you in um, dynasties. You can see with the points as well. So some teams kind of went away from that, but you can see here, Trey definitely got some decent um, linebacker play in here. Um, he's also got on the bench, look at this bench, QB wise, Mike White, case Tua goes down, never know. Some rookie with Will Levis, um, never know what happens there. He did pick up, I believe he did that today with a pickup of Kenyon Drake. Um, today for the Colts, uh, Alvin Kamara on the bench. We know he's out for three games. Talk about that a minute ago, but again, for this season, not too bad. Zonovan Knight, um, Joshua Kelly. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to go through every damn guy, but you can see as we scroll, <laughs> as we scroll through, it's a lot. We're going to be here all damn night. Oh, Dalton I, Schultz there. I, know, I know Jordan's uh, got a little uh, thing for Dalton Schultz. Um, Dan, uh, Darren Bellinger as well. So anyway, there's, what do you think? Let's go around the room just real quick. Cause we'll be here all night. If we're taking too long, give me a quick grade on Trey's team on the left. What do you say? Uh, my bad. Let's hear Jordan. Jordan, my bad. You first. Uh, I, I give it a B plus. I, I think it's a pretty well put together team. I'm more of a wide receiver guy than running back guy, but I mean, when you have uh, Devontae Adams and he had another really good wide receiver there, Cooper Cup, um, that's great for the interim. Where I would be concerned for this team long term is I don't think there's a lot of depth at the wide receiver position. I didn't see a lot of young wide receivers in there, so I would probably try to move off some of those running backs. Yeah, I'm going to give him a C and only because, like, that is a win now and you missed the assignment because this is dynasty, sir. So you need to have a little bit of a mix. And for me, that's not a good mix on his particular squad. It's a lot of old heads on that squad. So going into the future, he's really going to have a, a couple years and maybe two or three years where he's going to be in rebuild mode. Justin, what say you? Well, I respect this part of it. You never know if a dynasty team or a dynasty league is going to get renewed. So you got to win every Bingo. single fucking year. <laughs> and he's got a roster to win that first year. Now, I will play by the rules that the Coop has set out. So I will give him a B, right in between a C and an A, because it's an A for redraft, but it's a B for dynasty. You've got great guys at receiver, but how long do they last? Nick, you are a resident teacher. You know, we make a lot of fun of Nick. They'll still be a little Flanders, but I think we your new moniker is be the professor of TSS. Give us your grade. 
Uh, I gave him a C minus just because of what you what you had said ab- about the age of, of the players and then it being a dynasty. So he's got to make a lot of changes. He is in win now, but in the long run, uh, he is going to have to make some changes. So it's a C minus. But in, in, in the rules that you set, it, it was either an A, a B, or an F. So I guess I have to give him an F. Right. So no, actually what I what I want that was so you're okay, you got it. Yes. Perfect. So an F, a failure for Trey off the top. I know he's fucking all fired up. He wants to win the hundred right now, he said. He ain't worried about playing the following year. All right, let's I don't wanna again, we're gonna we're running out of time with 20 minutes, so I don't wanna run through the whole roster, but Take a quick look. Andrew LaDuke squad. Daniel Jones is a starting QB. Um, J.K. Dobbins as the RB. He's got Swift as the other. Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb. Some good um, receivers there. Deontay Johnson. T.J. Hawkinson. Darren Waller. Um, Juju. Got Kirk Cousins. You like that? Um, got Dolphins D. I know I like that. You know, got some decent um, linebacker play as well. But then he's also got... Right now, he's got Jalen Ramsey, and I'm assuming he's got some guys there on the bench that he can hook up. But let's just go. We'll just go to one person and then go to Nick uh, for the final grade so we make sure we got enough time. Um, let's go to Jordan on this particular one. What do you think of Mr. Ladukis? So he's got Justin Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb, so you would think he's already <clears throat> won me over. But honestly, this this team kind of looks like someone took a giant Leduc on sleeper. Man, uh, Daniel Jones and Kirk Cousins in a super flex. J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift. I, I don't like this team at all. I, I give it a flat F. I, I think this is like, as far as the running back stable, it's like the, uh, might as well call it the hospital stable. Um, yeah, not a lot of depth at the running back position. Um, I'm going to also give this one a C. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be as harsh, uh, but I'll at least say the C. I'm going to let Nick be the person to say the F, if that's what he calls it. Um, Nick, what do you say? Do you have something else you think on this one? or Your QB1 is Daniel Jones. What do you think the grade is going to be? So that's an F. All right. Well, let's get out of that matchup. Let's pull up this one the T at Team TSS. That is Commissioner Cooper Squad. So Lamar Jackson as the starting QB, Josh Jacobs, um, RB1. We got Damian Pierce for some young, stable stuff with the running back position. I got DeAndre Hopkins. So I got some um, veteran help, and then I got some youth with Addison in there. And then back to the veteran, Brandon Cooks. They Back to the rookie with Dalton Kincaid. Um, right now, I got Raheem Mostert in at my, I don't know, I'm sure, uh, Damian Harris is also in there at my flex spot. Deshaun Watson there at my super flex position. McPherson as well. I went all linebackers pretty much um, throughout my, I did go for a couple playmakers like Mika Fitzpatrick um, and some other couple guys. I can't remember who else, but I did get Zamir White just in case Josh Jacobs hold out a little longer. Um, and then I got some youth in the receiving core with Mims, KJ Osborne, um, and a couple other guys here down at the bottom. Justin, give me a grade on my team. Man, you know, Jay, I, I got to tell you this, man. Like, you know, you, you over here talking about Dynasty. This is this is the format we're playing. Bro, you got DeAndre Hopkins. You got Damian Pierce. You got Brandon Cooks. You got Raheem Moster. You got Damian Harris. Did you, like, just – did you pick Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and then just start drafting from, like, the 10th round on? Like, what happened here? <laughs> Like, it's like you picked up the scraps of every single round. <laughs> uh, but but in all fairness, in all fairness, you set yourself up nice at tight end with Dalton Kincaid. But I'm going to have to give you an F for this one, bro. An F for this one? Oh, my God. All right. Um, I thought I did all right. I thought I had a nice little mix. I'm going to give myself a C. Um, I think it was just an average. 
<laughs> I've been giving C's all night, you jackass. All right, Nick, what do you say? You're the teacher here. You're a professor. What grade did you give us? Give me. Uh, I think you're going to win early, but you're going to struggle maybe in years one, two, and three. So uh, with that, I'm going to give you a B, but you have to do, do some work to get the extra credit to get an A. Oh, I got a B. I love it. All right. I like it. Thank you so much for the B. Appreciate you. I guess I'm getting tore up by the other guys here. All right. Let's go to Team Dirty Jobs. Um, starting QB, Geno Smith. Got Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. A nice combo at the running back position. AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, CJ, or excuse me, um, Calvin Ridley, Gesecki, Jerry Judy, Mike Williams, Derek Carr at the uh, super flex position, Carlson, Denver Steve Crosby, um, all that kind of good stuff. Again, also set him up with linebackers as well, so pretty decent there. What do you say? Let's go back to Jordan. What do you say about um, Mr. Dirty Jobs team? Again, I don't really love the Geno Smith Derek Carr pairing. It, it, it's serviceable, I guess. Uh, I like the wide receiving core. I really like the running backs. Um, in Dynasty, I think, and I, I'm probably against the grain, running backs are even less important because you're going to be drafting new ones every single year anyway. Um, and I, I really like some of the uh, the pieces on this team. I'm going to give this one a C. All right, a C. I'm going to give him a B. I actually like this squad a lot. I think it's got a lot of potential. Nick, you're the professor. What say you? Uh, I'm going to give him a B. He would have had an A if he would have got a better quarterback because I love McCaffrey and I love Barkley uh, and, of course, A.J. Brown. So uh, I'm going to give him a B. Dirty jobs. Congrats. You got earned a B. Italy, Italy, Italy. All right. Let's get on to our – let's go on. I want to find I want to find Justin. Let's talk about Justin's team since he wants to talk shit. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about this bullshit. All right, no. Starting QB, Josh Allen. Then he got Derrick Henry. Miles Sanders, Amon St. Brown, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, Dolchich, a little bit of youth at the tight end position, Chris Godwin, um, Javonta Williams, um, got some youth with uh, Mr. Richardson and Waku, a young kicker who's pretty good as well. Got some linebackers as well, and the IDP, which is what I understand anyway, is pretty decent. I think this team's pretty decent. I mean, it's okay. It's still to me because you talk shit about mine. I'm going to give it a C. Jordan, what say you? What say you on just this? Uh, this is the best team we have seen yet. Uh, I mean, th this team's heavenly, baby. I, uh, I I really like what Justin did there. He, he went with uh, Josh Allen early. I feel like his hand was forced to feel like he might have done something different if he was back a little bit. But I, I love how he came back with Anthony Richardson. I love the Derrick Henry Miles Sanders pairing. His wide receivers are on point. I give this team an A minus. Ooh, an A. I like it. Nick, you're our professor. What are you giving it? Uh, well, given the fact that he took uh, a lot of high value players at, at their, at their respective positions, uh, I'm going to have to give him an A as well. I, I think he, he did a great job. Doesn't he, he won't have to retool too much. Uh, so I'm going to give him an A. I'm going to give him an A. All right. He's got to give him I said A. Hey, you earned it. You earned the first A tonight, Jory. You earned it. You earned it, Justin. The first A tonight. Congratulations. I sure like cut of your gibberish. Congrats on that. All right. The team you're facing here. Let's see. We got the Man of Steel. This is Dynasty Bob Squad. You got Dak Prescott um, at starting QB. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris. Uh, got some definite... Um, youth and uh, veteran mix with um, Allen and Pickens. You also got Marquise Brown, got Tra Travis Kelsey at tight end. Can't argue with that. And Mark Andrews. Nice little tight end combo there. Cam Akers, uh, Cortland Sutton. Uh, so pretty decent squad here. I'm going to give him um, a B overall. I like the mix that he has of youth and um, veterans. Um, so I, I think it's a B. Let's go to Justin. What do you say? You're playing yeah, in week one. You can't go wrong when you have Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, 
Andrews. Uh, the one blemish, uh, and one obviously blemish this is not his fault. It's Jonathan Taylor. All right, Nick, you're the professor. What say you? Uh, I would probably concur to give him a B. What I did like uh, is that he supplanted um, or he supplemented Prescott with Goff because Goff's going to be a pretty high-value fantasy quarterback. Uh, what I didn't like was the Malcolm Brown. I think that was a bad pick at that spot. Otherwise, it's a B. All right. Well, Dynasty Bob, it's a B it is. All right, let's get let's find Bandy's team. He's there here in the house. Where is where <laughs> there is Bandy B flexing against the mass the massacres. All right, let's go to Bandy's team. Justin Fields, youth at the QB spot. Oh, got some big youth. B. John Robinson at the running back. Now I talked about Kenneth Walker a little bit already. Justin, Christian Kirk, Mike Evans. Uh, Traylon Burks, Evan Ingram, nice. Jameer Gibbs, I got that a minute ago. Joe Mixon, um, uh, this fucking guy. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> ticker of the kicker. Um, and some good linebacking core here as well. So pretty decent on the IDP. Also, let's go around the room. I think this team's decent, at least a B. Let's go to Jordan on this one. What do you say about this squad? I would also give this one a B plus. Um, I, I have some concerns about Justin Fields in real life, but in fantasy, he's money. Obviously, having Aaron Rodgers there helps. I loved his running backs. I hate his wide receivers. So I think if you can flip a, a Joe Mixon off of this team or a Kenneth Walker to get some help at the wide receiver position, this, this team could be an A-type team. Love it. Nick, final grade on Bandy scene. Yeah, I'm going to concur with uh, what Jordan said. I don't think his wide receivers are, are, are very good. We're, we're going to drop off with Mike Evans. Traylon Burks is unproven. The, the the bright spot is his running backs. Uh, I give him a C plus, but since we're grading on the curve, I'll give him a B. He is a B. It is for Bandy. He did their best, Charlie, Italy, Italy, Italy. He did his best. Sure enough, did Nick the Massacres here. Let's look at this squad. Justin Herbert, a QB. Nick Chubb, Tony Pollard, Debo Samuel, Christian Watson. Some great youth combo here. Kadarius Tony, De, uh, Najoku, um, Jacoby Myers. Uh, you got Gabriel Davis, Russell Wilson there at the super flex spot. Da Dallas D, some um, looks like a lot of like corners and defensive end, and he got does have one linebacker here on the IDP spot, so it might be a little weak in IDP. Uh, but other than that, pretty decent offensively. I don't know the IDP little might hurt him a bit. Um, I'm gonna give this team a C, Justin. What do you say on it? Yeah, he's got a lot of IDP help on the bench. That's probably the biggest worry for me is that he doesn't have a lot, he has a lot more IDPs on the bench than he does regular players which I wouldn't advise for seeing as you only have four spots for IDPs. You really, really only need a couple backups. Um, I think this overall is a B-worthy team. Um, I worry about obvious spots like Kadarius, Tony, and David Njoku underperforming. And then, you know, obviously I always worry that Russ is going to shit the bed because he's got 12 bathrooms to do it in. Um, yeah, overall, this is, this is a B team. This is a B team. Nick, give it to the final grade on the Massacre team. Uh, I do not like Tony Pollard. Scares me. Uh, could, uh, Tony's a wild card, and I definitely uh, do not like Jacoby Myers. Um, I'm C-plus or B-minus. I'll give the B-minus. I'll give the, the benefit of the doubt. All right. Massacre earned his B. He did their best. This is not the bell curve I was looking for. Indeed, he did. All right, let's get on. We got a couple minutes here. Let's finish this up. Let's look at Jagger's team. 
Jalen Hurts at QB, Rashad Stevenson, David Montgomery, Chris Olave, Brandon Ayuk. So good mix here. Got uh, Jahan Dotson. Got some youth there. Zay Flowers. Um, got Chig. He's got Tua. Um, Saints D. And he's got uh, some good linebacking core for the IDP. I like this team a lot. I'm going to give it most. Uh, ooh, it's close to an A for me. I really like it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Jagger. I like this team. I'm gonna go A for Jagger. Let's go, Jordan. What say you on this team? I'm gonna give this a B plus, and only because I think it's just a little less good, or it's a, it's a little worse than Justin's team. I don't think it's quite that A minus. I don't think he's in that A range. I like a lot of this. Obviously, hurts MVP candidate. The running backs are solid. Olave is one of the sexiest wide receivers you can have in dynasty format. Uh, he's got a lot of young guys. He's got some guys that can perform right away. I really like this team a lot. I like it too, Nick. Give us our final grade for Jagger. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna be biased, but you know, he's got Jalen Hurts starting, so so that helps his cause a lot. Uh, I'm a little skeptical about Ayuk and about Dotson. However, uh, I am, and then Tua, we don't know how long he's gonna be playing. However, uh, I do like his roster, so I'm gonna give him a B. All right, a B. So a B overall. That what does that average out to, Nick? We got an A, a B plus, and a B. Is that a B? The, an A, a B, and a B plus. Yeah, that that That's would be a B plus. Uh, that is a B plus. Yeah. Felt like Aaron A there, Jagger. That's all I got to say. All right, let's get real quick through Nick's um, team. Kenny, QB, <laughs> Travis Etienne, James Connor, Jamar Chase, Tyree Kill, Stephon Diggs. Look at all these great. Uh, receivers um dallas goddard in there drake london michael Pittman. i mean he's got all the damn receivers uh rashad white jake elliott i mean a great starting um lineup and idps are hurting a lot here um you know that's what happens when you go on auto draft so overall gotta give you a c um let's go to jordan you are the judge here so give him a final grade since we don't want to let him forgive him his own final grade what do you say Flanders, baby, I love you, but uh, like you, I got hit real hard with the the auto draft, and I know you did too. This is the second worst team in the league, and the only one worse than this one is the one I drafted. This is an <laughs> F all day. It's a super flex, and you have one quarterback, and it's Kenny fucking Pickett. This is yeah. terrible. Blow it up and point. start over. All right, and we got one. We got to blow through this last one. I apologize. We'll talk about Jordan's team real fast. Mahomes, Pacheco, A.J. Dillon, Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins, Quentin Johnson, some good uh, youth here. Uh, Bijan, excuse me, not Bijan, but Brian Robinson, uh, Khalil Herbert. Um, we got Bryce Young. You got uh, you got Jake, or excuse me, whatever the hell his first name is. Um, got some <laughs> Got some decent help on IDP, too. Nick, give me a final grade because we got to get out of here on Jordan's team. B. A B for Jordan. He definitely had some autodraft uh, assistance and some difficulties with that as well. Killer Frost, uh, tra uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Jamal Williams, Todd... What's going on here? I might want to do some adjusting in the lineup. Garrett Wilson, Devonta Smith, um, got S Smith Najigba, uh, Kyle Pitts. Um, that is wow, he's got some interesting guys here. Cole Clement, CJ Stroud. This is all missing his lineup. I gotta scroll down here and see what he's got. Yeah, Jalen Petrie. I don't know, guys. I I think you might be wrong. This might be the worst team, I think, overall. Nick, give it to me. Tell me final grade for Killer Frost's team. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm going to go with Killer Frost gets a killer F. He does. I think he gets the killer dumbass award, too. I don't have that on here, but you definitely are. Definitely the worst worst one of the night. He drafted All right, Minshew and, and Ritter. 
All right, we got a tight window tonight, so we got to be out of here right at that one, or excuse me, that hour mark. You do got Steve coming up with the one to fight about. I got a great interview coming up with one of his fighting champions, so make sure you stay tuned here on the Fantasy Sports Corporation. Next week, it's Expo Week and Best Ball Week, so stay tuned with us on Monday. We'll be doing a best ball draft because we're getting in a redraft season, and then on Friday, a live Friday show from the potty house in Canton, Ohio, as we get together for the fantasy sports corporation gets together for the expo. All right, guys, we appreciate you guys. We will see you next week and we are out.